You're like, yeah, I eat booty. You gotta please a girl. That's what you gotta do. See, some of these cats, they don't do that. See, I went to jail and I have my PH. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Allerberg Podcast. With me today, we got my boy Peter. Yep. And we got Avery. Oh. What's up? What's up? How y'all been this week? Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, because my normal duties I didn't do this week, and Chris had to I had to take that. So, shout out to Chris, you know, for you, taking one for the team. Because yeah, I couldn't. I, I, um, and if Jeremy's watching this, bro, like you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I saw the joint on his story about going to bed. Literally, as soon as I clocked out, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, 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 nice. Oh, yeah. What about you, Ave? I am um, doing fine, actually. Um, I'm trying to decide um, if I can afford this car, but I should be focusing on a house. But I mean, you know, like an apartment and stuff. But um, priorities. Anyway, um, I'm a little crunch for time today so i will have to step out for a moment but i wanted to show my face and get to see you guys and you know, hopefully we can get it started oh yeah bro i appreciate that too by the way mm-hmm. one little question what car um see this is okay so i um i'm stuck between this um camaro and this um mustang um I love Mustangs. I adore them. I just love the lines and everything. But literally everybody and their mama has one, which means insurance rates go up. And um, honestly, it's like 3000 more than um, yeah. the Camaro in my area. And um, the fit and finish just isn't as tight and whatnot. You can see where okay. they keep that a little bit more. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, though. A Camaro will be a little bit more pricey. I mean, well, depends, pricey, depends but, on the trim. Yeah. I'm yeah, going. I was talking about insurance rates and whatnot. Oh, okay, insurance. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like my neighbor down the street, she's like, I guess 16 because she can drive now, but she has a Mustang too. And I'm just standing there thinking, <laughs> well, if we have teenagers driving these cars, you know, you know, yeah, to, it should be, to be fair, yeah. insurance rates have dropped because of Corona. But when everything gets back to normal, yeah, indefinitely. Yeah, don't, don't be surprised if we get blindsided with those. Yeah, <laughs> with, with that rather, but and uh, my week's been cool. I actually watched uh, like TV this week. Like I watched basketball this week. I saw us lose yesterday. <laughs> Go Lakers! <laughs> but uh, and uh, what's up with LeBron on the field, or is he still out? Uh, well, I mean, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not healthy right now. But yeah. like, like it is what it is. You know. Okay. You know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what is TV? Yeah, I will. But yeah, that's nice, nice, Chris. Yeah, and then uh, had a bozo of the week. Oh, bozo of the week. Yeah, that's my segment. Yeah, let me do this. Um, bozo of the week goes to Chris Brown. Now, I'm not, I'm gonna take my personal feelings out of this because today uh, I've gotten some the usual, you know, when I speak, just people saying stuff, but. I'm giving Chris Brown bowls of the week because he reinforced the dumb stereotypes that have been done on people of my skin color. So basically, it was a video of Chris Brown, not Chris Brown, a dark skinned lady talking about the most disrespectful thing somebody has done to her celebrity, right? 
And then she said that she was at a club one time, a hot, like a, a big club, and she was with a, her two lights friends, a white girl, and they're trying to go to the VIP where Chris is at. Chris lets you in, right? Chris sees them, tells the two light-skinned girls, you can come in. White girl, you can come in. Tells the dark-skinned girl, no darkies allowed. Yeah. I'm going to take my personal feelings out of this. Chris Brown, man, let me tell you something. Do you know how many dark-skinned girls have supported you throughout this? I- I'm just being real. Like, they've supported, all girls have supported you. So for me, for you to pick on, especially the dark-skinned girls, when they still ride off you, that's a slap in the face. I'm not going to dig into how I feel about you personally because I-, I really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> and that-, that could be a whole other thing. But come on, bro. Stop this. Mm-hmm. You're only reinforcing the stereotypical, you know, stuff that they do on dark skinned people. And I know I've talked about colorism so much. I'm kind of getting tired of it because people give it, give me hell for it. But come on, come on, yeah. me. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, with you there, Peter. Because uh, I saw the video too, and she didn't explicitly say Chris Brown, but you know, it was heavily implied. You know, look like at look, at, look at me now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. it's it's like it it doesn't take much thinking for that there. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, there's there's no there's no other way to even look at that. That was just straight up just ignorance coming radiating off of him and doesn't feel it like if it rather it feels like something that like he would do. So like if I heard that, I wouldn't even question it. Honestly. No, I'm not he questioning. Seems like the uh trash type of dude to do that he is a he is a trash person there's too much stuff he's done Uh, i'm not gonna get into but yeah yeah that's that so sound effects (laughs) ike i thought you were going to um talk about the the fine he paid for having this you know huge birthday bash (laughs) oh that that's i'm I'm not gonna go at this um, party i could go at him for that but it's like uh, you know that's just a, he's having a he's having his little birthday party, and you know whatever three hundred cars is a, is inexcusable, but I'll just leave that alone. But yeah, that's that for Bozo of the week. You know. All right, bet, bet, bet. All right, then uh, for the first thing in our docket here, we got the uh, comparison of the uh, BLM versus the uh, you know Stop Asian Hate movement. I just want to know, like, if y'all, if I don't know if y'all saw the uh, video I shared in the in, in the uh, group chat, I think two days ago, but uh, Michael Jai White making the uh, comparison, as opposed to like everyone's, well, not everyone, but there's a noticeable degree of people against the BLM, as opposed to people being like, yeah, we should stop Asian hate. That's wrong, and yeah. it was just the. I guess the like because I, I didn't even I didn't even put that I didn't even put that together myself until he actually said that. And then it's just like the noticeable degree of how people feel so differently about it and the reasons why they would feel so differently about these two movements. Any yeah. thoughts on it? I think, um, I think the the history of the movement um for either parties is um and differs and that kind of changes its nature, its chemistry and um how it's viewed by, you know the audience and the rest of the world. So um, I think there's a lot of um, passion and love for the, the BLM movement. I mean, you could drive through just about any town depending on where, you know, 
in the in the DC metro area or whatever, and you always find you know that random BLM flag tucked away in some you know kind of um, gentrified corner of the um, of a neighborhood or whatnot. I'm not seeing that same um, pride for the the Asian hate movement, um, but also they they passed a bill. This is still fairly recent. Um, and a lot of the incidents have been um, within, recorded within what the last year, year, the last two years, half a year, or whatnot. So um, it's still gaining ground or whatnot. And I think um, it's a, another cog in a machine that helps shift mindsets in the future. Um, and this is where we'll start seeing things in policy. We'll start seeing um, hopefully money being allocated to the communities to better themselves. But um, I do think. Um, Comparing the two movements is um, not very fair, um, and I because it's not the same. Yeah, it's just not the same at its core. Its values are not the same. It's um, uh, it's monetary. It, all of it, you know. I'll keep mine pretty. Sure. I'll try to keep mine pretty. Sure my thoughts. Um, not to say anything. You said that Avery was wrong. Pretty much everything you said is. You know, spot on. Um, I'll just say for me, my personal opinion on this. Uh, it, it, I always say like, man, the support is different because of the history that. Um, and I, I'll the history with Asian and white people, and the history with Asian and black people. I mean, with uh, white people and black people are totally different. Um, there has been discrimination against them, but with the black and white community, it's been a little bit more back and forth. So, however, I think with our movement, there's a, because we've been, we've been loud about it and they've actually done a little bit more to us. There's more of like, you know, what Michael Jai White says to like push back on it. Right. Whereas the Asian, the Asian and white community have had more, I wouldn't say unison, but their their thing isn't as deep as the black and white issues. So I don't see the same pushback. Like what the example he uses, is like, you know, we say black lives matter. They say all lives matter. When we, they say stop Asian hate, ain't no... Body saying, ain't no white person says stop white hate. Yeah, no, there, there's no, there's no counter. There's, to there's no, so I, I never thought about that, but that was a good point he made. I, I you know, I, I just feel um, the white and Asian relationship is different from the white and black, and I'll just leave it like that. I'm not going to go into the politics, but into it, but that's it. Yeah, no, and I'm pretty much of the same mind as Peter, because that, and that was the biggest thing to me. There was no counter to it there was no opposition to it it's just universal like yeah yeah that's a good idea we should stop that as opposed to like again like what what avery said was correct but just the ideology of black lives matter the the, the ideology of that makes people upset and so there there was the opposition of where all lives matter which again <laughs> by by words should be with black lives matter but clearly was not as we've seen with those people uh kneeling on next this past summer and uh yeah i'm, I'm gonna keep that short because it's just honestly it, it, it's, it's relatively like a i guess not 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 an upsetting one but in in uh eye opener you know so just just something to keep your eye on yeah. keeping it short 
I, I think it's honestly just a reaction um, comparing, considering how, you know what? I'm going to leave that out of here. No worry about it. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to have to go, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, our audience, for coming to see us. Um, it's been a blast, and I will check in with you guys shortly. Social, say your socials. My social? I say it every day, <laughs> every time we have it. Um, so you can find me at, on IG at Avery Cooper, capital K O O P A. And you can find my Twitter, I think it's Will Cooper. Um, or something, something. Anyway, I will confirm that later. Thank you, guys. See you. Yeah. All right. I'll catch you guys. All right. All right, cool. That was just two. Yeah, now there's just two. Now the real fight begins. It's like, nah. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, move on to step two, or uh, number two here. Dad bars on the rise. You seen this? Where uh, Will Smith... <laughs> was on uh, Instagram this week saying he's in the worst shape of his life. Yeah, I see that. I see. That. And then a myriad, mostly like comedians and stuff like that, decided to take pictures of themselves shirtless. Saw Phase on Love, Kev on stage. Yeah, Phase on Love. Yeah, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> no, don't do that ever again. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't ready for it. I almost deleted the uh, app. Honestly. I wasn't ready for it. I went to my explore page and then I see like phase on like I think yeah it wasn't it wasn't phase on's uh actual post mm-hmm. but on somebody else's I just saw a picture of phase on love I click on it I go over to like the uh, little uh next picture they had and he over here in his drawers man like what the heck bro <laughs> like yeah. I don't I don't hey nobody shaming over here but I do not want to see him and his drawers on Instagram bro that or, or anybody for that matter. That uh that uh that that's just not right. <laughs> Wasn't ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean I think the sentiment Will is trying to send out is you know positive. Um I did see the when I when I saw that I immediately thought of Kevin on stage because he's just been doing that stuff a lot in his videos, kind of disturbing mm-hmm. in a way, the way the parody videos, but um, I think it's a positive thing. You know, I think COVID, like, I don't want to bring people's names up, but, you know, people have gained weight and yeah. been getting out of shape. So I think just putting that energy out there, I'm, try- I'm trying to get myself better. Like, I have a little gym. I have rope that I use. I haven't done it this week because I was busy working, but I'm just trying to, and I'm changing my diet, Greek yogurt. <laughs> so that was one with you. I thought it was ice cream. I was just like... It's Greek yoga. I put like I put Wheaties in it to give it like some 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 little carb, but um, yeah. So I get the I'm I'm for the movement, you know, and hope well can inspire people to you know get get in better shape because this COVID has made people get lazy. Like personally, I've been yeah. up weight, so yeah. And and don't get me wrong, bro. I'm all for body positivity, all that and everything, but uh. I can live the rest of my life uh, ever seeing <laughs> some man old enough to be my father in his drawers on Instagram. I, I can do without it. I can't, Peter. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Marlon Wayans showed his. And I was like, bro, you don't have a dad bod. You look like you're in decent shape. What are you putting your mm-hmm. like, He had like, like a four pack, like a little four pack. It was like, okay, bro, if you just go and do some crunches, you change that to a six pack. <laughs> Probably his uh, slight flex. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I don't work out either, guys. 
Like you, you kind of ripped over there. You know, it's positivity, but I was like, yo, Will Smith, you don't got to show us out your belly like that. Dude. Yeah, no. Nah. Okay. No, just 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 the sentiment alone is enough. I, I didn't yeah, need yeah. I didn't need the belly out. Yeah, go go because over the over the years in his career, he's. He's been a dude that's always looked in decent shape. Like he's got, I wouldn't say Michael B. Jordan or LL Cool J, but like he's always been in deep, like the Bad Boy movie. He's always been in. You saw him in Bad Boys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he, he was, he, he look, he looking like tough, bro. He looked tough, like, like the, uh, the, yeah, he looked tough. So, yeah, I mean, when you this COVID, yeah, it could take you off your thing. Really took people off their thing. So, hopefully, he yeah. gets that back together. Yeah, and you know, uh, speaking of trying to get things together, what about this uh, Mayweather, Mayweather uh, Logan's brothers beef? These guys, uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't even know what to say. Uh, you saw? Did you see the video? Yeah, I saw the video. You saw the video where where uh, was it? Jake? No, Jake. Uh, uh, it wasn't Logan. It was Jake Paul. It's the, it's, yeah, okay. the one it was, that likes to troll. The one that knocked out. Yeah. Jake took uh, Floyd Mayweather's hat, yeah, <laughs> and, and planned it on his TikTok or something. Yeah. So you think? Wait. So like, do you think this is like real or just like fake? I really don't know I, whether whether it's real or fake. I just feel like, yo, Floyd, what are you doing, fam? I mean, but yes. like, it's all it's like this will definitely increase uh, like ticket sales, though. Yeah, it, it it's gonna increase ticket sales and people like if if they think about it like like uh WWE yeah then like like I mean you know it's like it's like whatever it's just like yeah 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 you insult me I hit you I do this we do that and get money yeah um from that yeah from the W because WWE have done stuff like that that's pretty much WWE that that and that's what it feels like to me bro. So it feels, <laughs> it feels, it feels too dramatic to be to be real. I but I mean I mean at the same time we, like it is it is like the Paul brothers and it is Floyd Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. This could all be real. It could well, you know, but but at the same time it could be a narrative. I'm not. I, I'll tell you this. Even though I don't agree with what Floyd's doing, Floyd has a history. Even when he was doing professional, he has a history of creating like um these funny storylines ahead of fights. Like, I remember one time, it was all the Oscar De La Hoya thing. He brought out a chicken and said it was Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> what? Like, I remember Ricky Hatton. He was saying all this crazy stuff about Ricky Hatton. And you know, he, used, he him and 50 were close. They, they used to do this. So wild. Like, you know how crazy 50 is. Mm-hmm. But this is in, even though I don't agree with it, this is in Floyd's world. He even, we talking about WWE. He fought Big Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and then honestly, like when I was saying that, that's what I was picturing. Big Show was on his knees, and Floyd Mayweather punched him or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. gave him a bloody nose. Yeah, yeah, my... actually broke his nose for real. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not gonna watch this fight. I really think it's beneath Floyd to do this. But yet again, we're in a society and world where it's about clickbait and numbers and popularity contests. So. If you had looked at Jake Paul 10 years ago when Floyd was a professional and you said 10 years ago, this dude's going to fight Floyd, I would have looked at you like <laughs> you crazy. But yeah. YouTube personalities and getting a following and then going into some training and you build a following and a popularity and then you go at someone that's popular, it gets you to this. So 
Yeah, then let me ask you this. Like, do you think this is potentially like the new step in like uh entertainment? Like this yeah. is just gonna, like like this is just like yeah, I, I, to, I told um I told people this like because I, I Floyd was doing this, he did this against a Japanese dude three years ago. Um and the, the dude didn't even have a he didn't have a following here, mm-hmm. but he went all the way to Japan to fight like a popular kickboxing dude in an exhibition, and he pocketed 10 mil. Like I knew he was gonna like as soon as I saw I these dudes, yeah, as soon as these Jake Pauls and these Desis and all these dudes were doing this. And he retired. I knew he was gonna try and position himself to do this to make money. Yeah, that's all he cares about. So. Yeah, and honestly, I kind of figured, I kind of figured like they kept putting their name, uh, uh, his name in their mouth, like it was actually gonna happen. I'm just like, yeah. they probably already talked about this. Like this, this is probably already something they were talking about, like behind the scenes. Yeah, and plus he entertained, he entertained Connor, and Connor is not even a real legit fighter. That was his, that was a, um, excuse my language, a shit talking contest. Yeah. That turn into a fight. Yeah. So it isn't really about the integrity of boxing. It's about the marketing and the money. You know, but yeah, that's like they know. honestly they they're not even like the same weight class. And I like I know, I know, I know uh you know Floyd Mayweather is like one of the best to ever do it, but like still. Plus, uh-huh. dude got like <laughs> dude got like a solid five inches on him. Um six inches. So the thing with the reason why, okay, the thing with boxing. And the reason why, if if Logan was a real, real legit boxer, then it would, be, it would be ludicrous for him to do this. But I think regardless of the weight, Floyd can still tangle with him because he knows what the hell he's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still, I still, you know, put my money on Floyd Mayweather, but like, 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 like being real, <laughs> like it, it's going to be, um, Yeah, it's if from a boxing point, I don't even like talking about it because this is it's such a clown thing to entertain for Floyd, just from a boxing standpoint. Because Jake Paul has never won an actual fight before. No, no. So the fact that like people that's why I say it hurts the integrity of boxing, because this is like what? <laughs> but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, no, but like but like you said though, this is just like the new step in like entertainment, bro. Entertainment, yeah, so. No, I, like if Floyd was gonna do like an Oscar De La Hoya exhibition, mm-hmm. fine. Like how Mike did um Roy Jones, just yeah. for nostalgia. Yeah. Cool. But I'm good on this. This is just nonsense. And just the and just for like I'll just say this, those Jake Paul, but like that Jake Paul, not Logan, but Jake Paul specifically, he's gonna have something coming to him because like he keep playing and joking. And stuff like this, but you're gonna get yourself into some real like I know it's marketing and it's planned and it's done well. He's gonna something's gonna it's gonna catch up to you because you can't be running around like that. Yeah, one of these heavyweights gonna be like, Hey, what's good? <laughs> like one of these days. Cause he cause like he is making a mockery of the sport. Very much. Keeping it stack. Like, and some somebody is gonna take offense to this eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. I, 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 Cause, he's, Cause he's saying he's a professional, isn't he? Yeah, you know what, Jake. Call out Deontay Wilder, please. Please. <laughs> just call do, do you know what Deontay Wilder did to some dude? Bash uh, his brains in. Yeah, do you know what his, he did? No, this dude was talking about him and said something about his daughter, right? I'll show you the video. So Deontay Wilder pulled up on him for real. At like a local, and then he <laughs> he beat him. Why boy? He beat him, he beat him down, and then like 
he started running away. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to get a cheap shot on Deontay Wilder. And then he punched him, punched him down again. <laughs> and then he was so delusional and said, yeah, I won, I won. And then they were all pulling Deontay Wilder back. Because they're like, oh, you really want? Let me come over there. And they were pulling him back. And then he felt, homie felt comfortable again to like talk. And then Deontay Wilder did this. A homie ran to, into the... <laughs> it's that type of lesson he has to like he needs that because Wild as much as people say about Wilder and he lost and he made excuses Wilder ain't no punk Mm-mm. I'll give you that he ain't no punk he ain't no but yeah that's that's that you know. yeah no I honestly I think the Paul brothers uh, need to be humbled so if that's what it takes you know Deontay please handle your business Deontay Wilder I, I trust him with that he, he will Mm. <laughs> well, moving on to new business, uh, Bill Gates. Uh-huh. Did, you, did you see where he's uh, divorcing his ex-wife? But then it came out they in in their in their uh, in his deal, he had actual deal to marry his wife. Mm-hmm. That uh, he once a year had a, was 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 to be allowed to have a or rather allowed to take a trip with his ex-girlfriend to their beach house. Did you see that? Yeah, I seen that. Um, <laughs> see, when you have money, and I'll just say for people these days, and this is why like I just stay away from this word marriage and gaming relationships, because people do the darnest things that just are like, huh? To me, it's like, huh? But it's just like, okay, that's y'all. You gotta look at like I'm not not to say I agree with Dr. Umar. But marriage is strictly economical. Look at that. It's yeah. strictly economical. Yeah. At least definitely in, in their case anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't have too much thoughts on it. It's like good for him. And since they def- like, hey, man, Bill Gates, you got how much in your bank account? Can you give me? Can you let me some change? <laughs> <laughs> your brothers need to eat. But yeah. Much- his nose and still make more money than both of us combined, probably in our lifetimes. Yeah, I, I see it to be weird, but yet again, I'm not on that, you know. I'm all the way down here in my little loft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better than me here in my uh, parents' house. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. No, but uh, would you would you ever put any type of, like, stipulation or uh, a condition like that on your wife to, like, get married? Or, or rather, any condition at all to, for that Prenup. Matter? Prenup? We want prenup. We want prenup. Yeah. It's a gold dig, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, so you asked for a prenup. Yeah, I'll sign a prenup. Up. Yeah, I'll sign. We both could do prenups, so we can leave this thing even. I'm not. It's, it's a bit. It's not about trust to me because mm-hmm. they'll say, "Oh, well, you don't trust me." It's about business. I'm not going to if we if I start a business. So you're telling me if I start a business while we're married and we get divorced, you're going to take half of that. What if you didn't put so you ain't put in on any of my business? Oh, well, if you ain't put in on it, then I guess no, because that's what they do. They that's you ain't put in on nothing, none, none of it. You're gonna take mm-hmm. half of it. I'm cool with child support. That I don't I'll do that. But no, the stuff I put my hard work in and you didn't put in, not so I have to there has to be some love love. It's not gonna be like crazy, but mm-hmm. yeah, I do want some prenuptial agreements. What if it was like, and I'm sure maybe you you would think about this or it'd be in your uh, conditions or whatever for your prenup. But um, 
what if there was a case where like your wife decided I'll stay home because you have a child or something for some reason just can't go to work. Would you, would you give her something then? Cause like, like you're still like, you're, like you're still getting a divorce, but like she stayed oh. home with your sick child or something. If, because if, a child, if, a chi- if a child is involved, yes. Always when the child's involved. Yes. That I agree. But <clears throat> Anything that doesn't include the children, what is this just her? Nah, because it's like what I put in, you have to put in. You dig? And if you don't, it's like, why are you taking from me? Not my kid, that's my that's somebody that's you know dependent on me. So I have to that one I don't have a problem with, but yeah, it really depends if the kids involved. So okay, and then what would you do in a case like they uh sue you for like emotional distress or something like that because of the uh divorce. I think I think I'm pretty sure that is a thing. I think I saw I mean, Mariah Carey do that I think one time. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> I I doubt that I'll put a woman through that. <laughs> Cuz I'm not but if a woman did uh yeah, I would feel a little bad about it, you know, just sue me for that like Got your lawyers. They should, they should handle that. You dig? Like you're yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah. I mean, if that ever comes, I mean, I'll handle that. Hopefully, that could get thrown out because I mean, it's a divorce. Like, like Dre and um, what's the, what's the uh, his yeah, wife. but but it can it can it can happen from a lesser relationship. You don't have to be married to get like uh get get it for that. You, you might have to go to like a psychologist to be approved for it, maybe, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like it necessarily be that hard to get. I just don't feel like a lot of people go for it. I, I'm, like I said, I doubt that happened. But if it did, I'll try my best to get that thrown out. It did. Like, is it, I doubt. I, I I doubt this for me personally. Yeah, I would. Doubt, I, I would have my. You know, I love my lawyers. Will, you know, handle that. Sorry for I do. <laughs> But like, say if it's you, like, would, mm-hmm. would you go for a prenup? Uh, to be honest, I don't know, cause like I've I've never, I've never truly been comfortable with the idea of like some like if if like we mutually agree that we no longer want to be with each other, that like one person takes like half of the stuff, mm-hmm. cause that's just doesn't seem fair or right. I'm like like true like maybe maybe it's like half the half maybe in a sense like half a year burden but like not actual like monetary wise probably more like an emotional burden or something like that or like somebody like help you stress or something like that which is probably I guess a maybe decent argument for uh for like the half but at the same time it's still you know not enough like I don't want to give like I like I didn't make you go through that stuff you know but I don't know I've I've never I don't know. I've never thought. I've never thought of a prenup myself, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing. Like, if I was younger, you help and you help me build what I have now, or you help me build, probably wouldn't need a prenup. Yeah, but I feel like where I'm at in my life right now, a prenup is just. I just. I just don't. I don't know, prenup is. 
that's a requirement. But that's but like, what if, what if you had a spouse and like she was like maybe maybe she didn't work the whole time and she was a stay at home mom or something, but she was like your backbone through thick and thin. But then for whatever reason, somewhere down the road, y'all just like, hey, we got split. But while uh, y'all were together, she was like, she was your rock. She was your backbone. Really depends. Like, honestly, it depends on what you did. Like, my backbone and what regard, like. Like, I'm saying, like, she, like she's, like, supporting you. Like, she's keeping you upright. Mentally or business-wise? Just. In life, in general, in the general, that, that, that's a tricky one. That's where you're, because that this that's where you're feeling. Because like I'm, because like I, she's like if, if it's finance or financially or business wise, like she's she's been a stay at home mom, so she's probably not, she's not she's not doing that type of legwork, but she's like keeping you steady, keeping you stable, in that sense. I, I get that. I mean, see, for that, that's where it's like. I would work something out. You know, I would definitely try to work something out. But I wouldn't make I would work something out while like I'm taking where she can be taken care of, but I don't want it should be a thing where you could take care of the person where they don't have to take your, your business interests. Cause that's different. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm paying you money, mm-hmm. there's difference between paying money and having interest in my company. That's a total different, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm th- I'd rather do that because that's stable payment for you to live upon. But when you have, have my business, you can make this like, that's like making this like, I put all this work in the business and you now you can make decisions all of a sudden. That's just crazy to me. Like, I'd rather just pay, I'd rather just pay like, just take some money and, just, and I'll pay you. Like, <laughs> what the heck you want to make my? And then what if you, and then what if God forbid some of the, because you, because sometimes when you go through a marriage and go through it and she has interest in your business, she might do things. She might not know about the business and then it'll hurt it. Or hurt you out of spite. Hurt you out of spite. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's something. Yeah, that's why I like a prenup, you can work out what you're saying. You can like work that out. Whereas like, I'm not saying you're not going to get anything from me, but my business interests have to be like, yeah, you don't touch that. Yeah, because like, God forbid, I get a divorce. Like, are we we're still doing this podcast, and then got you. <laughs> uh, I get in a marriage, I get divorced, and we we have this thing where we're making money, and then she's like, uh-uh, "I'm in this too." Chris, you are gonna be like, "Yo, Peter, really, man? Now we gotta now we gotta work with her." Like, you you, you gonna even feel <laughs> like, "Yeah, man, like what?" Your ex. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it. I mean, when we get there, we we'll get to that road, Chris. We'll, we'll we'll handle it. But I like I like the question. That's that's a good one. Yeah, no, and see, like in as something like that, like I'm 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 also with you there. Like, well, I don't want to give somebody like fifty percent of my like of my everything. Mm-hmm. I don't like especially like if she was like helping take care of my family or just for whatever reason, just was not able to work. I don't, I don't want to leave somebody out high and dry. It's just, it's against my nature. Yeah. And so, well, I would definitely want to like try some to like figure something out. I wouldn't want to like literally give her half of my physical, everything that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we'll agree there. All right. You good on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, good. Cool. Then uh, let's move on to the questions here. Huh. I'm going to start off with the two statements because we got two statements this week as opposed to questions. First one is, uh says, keep up the good work. <laughs> so which we appreciate. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, try to put out some quality product for y'all every week. And well, every every time we record and you know y'all y'all interacting and talking with us helps helps a good bit so we appreciate that yeah helps uh, motivate us coming back every week yeah um i know who sent that i'm not gonna say names but um we're gonna we're gonna say this high value matter uh high value motivation keep doing your thing great channel i would i would definitely you know recommend uh subscribing yeah, subscribe, subscribe to you know that platform. We have to keep the people anonymous. I haven't with certain yeah. people because they've asked controversial questions. Well, not controversial questions, but questions that have you know. Yeah, no, I just always figured it'd be, it'd be easy just to keep everything anonymous for everybody. Yeah. That way, you don't have to ask no questions. Yeah, or we don't have to do a follow up live. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you like, did uh, actually. Can you cut my name out? You know, see, I, I, don't, I don't feel like going back and doing that for nobody. But. uh and then the second one was uh, eat booty. I know who sent that, <laughs> and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll have we'll have a, that person is gonna be a guest soon. So we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> just <laughs> eat booty. Just fair enough, I guess. Seven <laughs> gates, right? So what? Kevin Gates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Janae Echo. Uh, let me see here. Eat the booty like groceries? Yeah. <laughs> that, that became a thing, man. That, that, how, how long ago was that? I was like 2014, 2015. I remember that was like a... 20, 2015, I think. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. I was like, gotta eat the booty like groceries. Okay. <laughs> Kevin and Kevin gets put more gas on that. He was like, "Yeah, I eat booty. What's wrong?" Like, yeah, oh. no, he was too comfortable with it. It sounds like a, <laughs> a lot. No, that brother, when he talks about something he's passionate about, he sounds like a philosopher. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm saying. I remember because I remember exactly what you're talking about. I was just like, he sounds like he like wrote a thesis on this. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, probably, I eat booty. Like, you gotta please a girl. That's what you. <laughs> See, some of these cats, they don't do that. See, I went to jail and I have my PhD. Like, it's not like you know how you know T how T I be talking? Mm-hmm. That's what it's <laughs> the educated brother in jail. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kevin. Oh, yeah. All right, now let me see here. First actual question. All right. What is your dream vacation that tri- uh, dash trip spot if COVID didn't exist or wasn't around right now? Uh, I'm gonna give a couple: Cancun, Bahamas. I want to take a cruise. I'm gonna do that next year. But yeah, Bahamas or Cancun. For me, I think I think I want to visit like uh, I'm gonna give two two, and one I one I well both of them only kind of know, so I just but I always been curious like uh, Ghana mm. and Japan. I just That's always, uh, always want just I know they're two 
kind of random places. I guess Japan mostly because uh, you know, all the anime and stuff I be into. And then uh, Ghana, just because I know so many people from there, to be honest. I just want to see what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, your experience over there as a tourist would be way different from mine as a civilian. It's very different. I'll just tell you that. I actually want to see the perspective of a tourist. So I felt <laughs> like when I was there, I, I saw the civilian life and bro, different. I believe it. I believe it. Way different, bro. Sometimes you need you need uh, or South Africa too. South Africa too. South Africa. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. Um, honestly, you need those uh, type of um, you need those type of teachings in life to you know, kind of like be like, oh dang, you know. But yeah, I mean, going to Ghana, bro. It's like the 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 year of the return was which was two years ago. Mm -hmm. Crazy, right? Two years ago, but um. Yeah, I know Dion went there last yeah. two years ago. Um, it was cool. Like I saw a whole difference. I lived there for four years. I've never seen that type of thing in Ghana, which is crazy because I lived there. I've never seen that that type of energy and how people were enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I would I would recommend yeah go. Mm, definitely be my you be my uh, tour guide. A little bit like uh, I'm gonna be real with you. I lived there, but if uh, I was under sol- solitary confinement. The people that know, know. Shout out Dylan. Shout out Sean. <laughs> Itty, you know. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on to the next one. Yeah. Kendrick versus J. Cole. Well, we both know this already. Really? This is, this is a trick question. No, no it's, it's straight up Kendrick versus J. Cole. I'll say this. J. Cole is about to put out an album next week. Uh, love to him. Everybody gives me flack about my J. Cole opinions, but... Um, I'm ready for that album that's coming out. Uh, what is it going to be called again? The one, oh no, I forgot. Off season. I'm I'm ready for that next week. So. Oh, is that the official name? Yeah, off season. It's coming. You didn't know you didn't know J Cole's coming out with album? No, no, I knew that, but I didn't know I didn't know that was the actual official name. Yeah, off season. Yeah, off season. So, you know, I'm um I'm ready for that. I'm ready for a more aggressive J Cole, but J Cole versus Kendrick. That's I mean, I'm picking Kendrick. Man. That's not, yeah, yeah, you know, same. Been following Kendrick since like 2011, 2010 for me, or yeah, 2010 for me. So you know, I, I think, no brainer. I've been following Kendrick for a break. Yeah, I've, I've uh, we've talked about this before, but I followed Kendrick around 2012 ish when Dre kind of put him on with the smoking we with you. I forgot the name. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like I my exactly what you're talking about. I was like, I was like, yo, who is rapping? Who do rapping like I, I like this? Was that was that on section 80? That was right. That was when that was before that was right before Good Kid Mass City. Yeah. Like literally right before that was 2012. It was right before it. Yeah. But that was that was definitely on a mixtape though. But so yeah, I think it was, that, I, think that it was, was I heard it on a mixtape. I think it was on a, one of his mixtapes uh before I don't think it was I don't think it was C4. No. I can't remember. But he released it as an, like a warm-up single. Yeah. And I was like, I, I played, I think I play, I knew the words to that. Like, oh, yeah. I, I had it on my uh, on my iPod. <laughs> Shows how we are. Yeah. <laughs> For real. But yeah, I'm, I'm picking Kendrick, but shout out to Jay Cole, Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Cole, Cole is Cole. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Is it harder to win a championship in the NBA or the NFL? 
NFL. Yeah, yeah, definitely NFL. Um, that, that's why Brady is so like, like, uh, goaded. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Uh, you go because I don't want to like I'm interrupting. You go. No, I, well, I was just gonna say like, football is more of a team sport than basketball is because yeah. it's, it's eleven dudes on each side of the ball, and each each guy acts like a gear, and if one of those gears or two or three of those gears isn't necessarily working, then your team probably not going to make it correctly or the right way, or you're not going to function good, as opposed to, like, a team with, like, uh, uh, like in the NBA, y'all can have, like, three decent players on the court, then two great ones, y'all can make it all the way to the finals. I'll say this. The NFL is harder to win. Yeah. Because you have to rely on other pieces to do their job correctly. Tom Brady can't play defense. No. So you have to rely on other factors. However, I'll say this. The pressure to win in the NBA is far more. Yeah, because it's so much more narrative in the NBA. It's so more aggressive than the NFL. I think because it's harder, we don't give quarterbacks. We give them flack now. Now they're starting to do that, but in the past they didn't. We're giving quarterbacks flack now because, you know, the quarterbacks have rules for them to succeed. Mm-hmm. But, yet again, they can't play defense and they rely on other pieces. Exactly. Basketball, you play everything. So, there is more of a pressure to win there. I wouldn't say it's easier in basketball because of the narratives and the mental thing, but it's not as hard as the NFL because, yet again, you get your, you do what's in your position. You die, like... I could throw the most perfect ball to a wide receiver. If you don't catch it, we're screwed. Yeah. But you have control over a shot you take, right? Yeah. So, say it's harder, but the pressure in the NBA is different. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And this is like, you're right. Because like, like you like you can literally think of an offense as one team and a defense as another team. Yep. Because they have basically nothing to do with each other. Like you could throw, you could throw a pick on offense and the, and the other team could try to run it back. As long as you stop them though, your job is done right there. There's another team coming on to stop them. Yep. There's but, nothing you can do about it at that point. You just got to wait and hope for that uh, defense or whoever to stop them. Another thing, special teams, special teams. You're right. I remember how many years ago was this? It was the Vikings man, put them in position to tie the game. Tie it. Mm-hmm. Did all that hard work, only missed. Yep. Or even a uh, uh, kickoff return, Devin Hester. <laughs> oh, <laughs> basically, Devin. basically, uh, you know, one man show, right there. Like he was, like, like true. He was a good offensive player, but on special teams, he was something different. Yeah, he they, he ruined a lot of plans for people. Yeah. Also, um, a great example of how hard it is to win is look at Seattle. They were the closest team to go back-to-back. One play literally destroyed a franchise. Yep. Had one job. <laughs> Had one job. And you would have been the first team since, I think, the Cowboys in the 90s to go back-to-back, I think. I think that's right, yeah. Blew it. And I'm not showing love to the Cowboys because that the, the year the Cowboys did that, I was uh, still a baby. <laughs> so that's and I'm 27 years old. 
But I'm about to be 30, bro. So that's not no comment to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, like you about to be 30 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be 30 in three 30, years, bro. <laughs> Cowboys ain't do nothing. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's, you know, I think NFL is harder, but the pressure in the NBA is a different animal. Mainly because of Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's and just, I, he's, he's so, he's so idolized, you yeah. know, all over the world. And I, honestly, because he's, because he puts so much pressure, I think people are p- moving the goalposts a little bit on like what success is because of LeBron. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. For better or for worse. <laughs> they're going to continue to do that. As generations come in, they're going to yeah. continue to change the standard of greatness, but it is what it is. It's progression of time, you know. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one now. Top five characters from movie, cartoons, anime, etc. I know who asked this. Mm-hmm. That's a loaded question. It's gonna be a loaded. I can't. I'm gonna think of a couple characters. All right, I think I think I got mine here. I'm well, just, he said from anything, right? Yeah. Bas- well, I mean, like fiction. It has to be fiction. Fiction. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm a, I don't know if I can say a five right now because I, I. This is something I should have made a list. Honestly, if you said five, yeah. But I'm gonna go from anime. I'm gonna go Goku. Even though he's stupid, I just like his his battles. Um, movies. Man, Detective Carter. Just because I was watching some, some fun, I was watching a funny clip that I'm just, I'm just going off the I'm dumb. Not necessarily my top five. I'm just going off dumb. Cause I saw, you know, the clip where um, he was impersonating Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Thinking, no stop till you get it off. I, and then like he was, ch- you know, they were chasing the whole, um, the triads. Yeah. And then they were like, they were trying to climb on the bamboo. Mm-hmm. And we saw somebody fall and it was like, oh, hell no. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Such a he, <laughs> yeah, he just he does so much stereotypical black things in the most funny way, but it always feels like it's him. But they it always feels I don't know if it's just me, but it also feels like he's typecasted like that too. But it just works though. Yes, every movie he kind of acts so stereotypically black, and you can mm-hmm. relate. Like Friday, yo, uh, <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. Like you know. <laughs> Not the Chris Tucker. Oh, crazy role. Mm. Um, let me let me pick an action star. I'll pick Mike Lowry just because we're talking about uh, what was Mike, Lowry. Mike Lowry because <laughs> of his style. I, I love the purple suit he was he was wearing in Bad Boys. Uh, for, oh, I love that suit, and he's a fly guy, so I'm gonna pick him. Mm-hmm. Um, man, and this characters, bro. Like you, re- I re- like I really am just going off the top of the dome. Uh, but you got four right now, right? Yeah, I got three. I think three. I, I got three. Oh, cool, Chris, uh, Detective Carter. Uh, let me think of a sitcom. I want to say, I want to say Martin from Martin, just because he does so many things that kind of remind me of myself. <laughs> stupid. Fair. Stupid, yeah, because he's stupid. Uh, yeah, I would just say that. Um, and just because it's like I was, ra- I feel like I was raised on a lot of. My mom used to say, "Get the stepping." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I'm like the, the lingo and the language. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta think of the last one, right? 
I'm gonna I'm I'm pick another one from anime. I'm gonna go Vegeta. Okay, that's unexpected. I appreciate it. Very unexpected because I've grown to appreciate the character because of Team Four Star. <laughs> they made they made that character so fun because as a kid I hated it because he was so like toxic and mm-hmm. sometimes foolish, but they've made it so funny. Like if I'm like not feeling good or I'm feeling bad, I just watch that just to get a laugh. It's so mm-hmm. funny. My favorite quote is the uh you know what on um, Planet Namek and he plant he plotting to kill uh Gohan and uh Krillin. Yeah Look, team three star. <laughs> And then you had Krillin go, yeah, two four star. Oh, they, they, oh my god, that is legit. They've made every character that's the perfect parody for something. Like, Mm -hmm. they make Yamcha so Yamcha, they make Krillin so Krillin, Goku as dumb as a bird, like, dumb as bricks. A brick, like <laughs> and I think him a was, muffin button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, remember when uh, uh the freezer thing? Um, but it's stuff, Chris King Kai. <laughs> Stupid. Dog. <laughs> but I think my favorite Vegeta moment from that was um, and it actually happened in the real series like that mm-hmm. when he was like, "Don't don't go." And Trunks stopped him from going to fight uh the stand torch. He's like, "Don't go." You know, he's like, what did he say? Uh, you know, Goku can't handle you. And, and I think he said, You're, they're too strong for you. And he said, only Goku could. And then he punched him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, you press the Goku button. <laughs> and the last one, last one, because I know I'm going up. But there was one part where they were like, uh... Why do you keep bringing up Kakarot? He's not here half of the time. And then Piccolo's like, oh, technically he's right here. <laughs> if you keep, keep it a buck, mm-hmm. how many times has Goku been late for the show? Like every time. Except to sell games. But even that, but even that process. Yeah, and I mean, like they, they they set up the time for him to be ready for yeah. that. Always something. Yo, he's ninety percent of the time he's dead. But yeah, those yeah. are my characters. Just off the top of the dome. All right, I, Chris. Off top, I got one from Dragon Ball Z, Piccolo. Ooh, that's you know, nice. goaded, goaded. I didn't. I should have made a list too. I didn't. I didn't think about. It. I saw the question too. I just was just like, yeah, I'm gonna save it for later. Yeah, I know who <laughs> asked this. He's a load, loaded. It's a good question though. Yeah, it is a good question. It's a good question for sure. Uh, let me see. Uh, Static Shock. Oh, why didn't I say that? <laughs> I'm, I'm like a static stand right now. Oh, you, are you still watching the uh, show on uh, HBO? Yeah, HBO Max. I watch it. I haven't, well, I haven't got to it in two weeks because of my work, but man, I love I love Static Shock, man. Yeah, it's a great show. One of my favorite uh, growing up. Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, number three, I'm going to say Maze Gilliam from Head of State. I didn't say that. Oh, my God. Maze Gilliam. Oh, my God. That's my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can watch exactly, it for free on bro. YouTube now. What's up? You can watch Head of State for free on YouTube now. Really? Yeah. My brother just told me the other day. Yes. I didn't even know, bro. I did not say Maze. Oh, my God. Uh, shoot, man. Uh, I'm going to say... Say... Uh, 
Grim from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah, that's because he one. just he <laughs> just that's came up. <laughs> that's a good one. The most the most uh, tortured soul in all of cartoon history. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what that that show is so so genius because you would think you're scared of the Grim Reaper, but you're scared of Mandy. Mm-hmm. That that is a genius. Made the Grim Reaper her pet. <laughs> a little ten year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, that that's four right there, right? Yeah. Uh, for my last one, for my last one, I will say uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I thought it's a tough. tough. <laughs> it is a tough one. Just just off, off top, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Zoro from uh, One Piece. Okay, because he's uh. Same voice actor as uh, Piccolo. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, he you know tough. Just if if you ever watched One Piece, Peter, you would uh, you'd be like, I'm I'm, I'm definitely a Zoro dude. Okay, just uh, straight up uh, just tough dude. He gets lost dude. all the time. Yeah, is but he just, is he um a protagonist or antagonist? He he's like uh he's a second he's he's like secondary to uh to a uh, main character. Okay. But dude, uh-huh. just just straight up toughness, okay. just grit, everything like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice list. What's up? I, I was gonna. You said Maze Gilliam. Mm-hmm. Gilliam. Who? I was looking for the news. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was trying to think of his name and I forgot. I should have said. I should have said Nato Johnson. <laughs> Nato Jenkins. I said Nato Jenkins. Nato Jenkins. Nato Jenkins. What you calling call for, a fool? What you looking around? Don't call me on the bullshit. I'm on TV. <laughs> yo, Bernie back, yo. <laughs> Stupid. He just walked up. Hey, I'm this. <laughs> hey, yo, can you get my mix here for somebody? <laughs> yo. And then... Uh, oh, okay. somebody. Let's go. What, what are the chances of the Lakers winning the championship this year? This is a tricky one. It's all depending on health. It, it, that is the main factor. But one thing that I don't like in our favor, at least for, for like right now, mm-hmm. is that we're currently in that uh what's that what's that thing called? Playing. The uh, playing. Yeah, yeah, we're in the playing right now. At least we're in we're in possession for it. I think we're we're only a, a game behind right now, I think. Yeah. Right now, if it ends, you will face the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. And, and we don't, I'm gonna be we don't real want with you, Dave. I'm gonna be real with you. Steph Curry is going to be coming for it, but a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> honestly, if we can, if we can avoid it at any cost, that would be great. Because if, if if we have to play through that, then go through playoffs. I don't like our chances. I don't like our chances neither. Because like even even if we even if we beat even if we beat Golden State, I don't I don't I don't like the uh, chances of just. Any of that. that that's, that's just too much. Too much in a short amount of time right there. Um, I'm going to sit there and say this. I'm going to go... Right now, it's looking like less than 50%. I'm not going to count y'all out. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm never going to count on my Lakers. As long <laughs> as you have LeBron James at 90 to 85 to 90% yeah. with a second option that's good, you still have a chance. Yeah. However, I'm not even worried about LeBron's health. I'm worried about AD. AD. That's the thing. And I know there are people like Nick, right? That mm-hmm. think LeBron James will magically get 
a team without AD to the finals, I'm telling you now, the West is coming for blood. This is not like last year. Yeah, he, nah, bro. Uh, Phoenix is in, Phoenix is in here right now too. Yeah, uh, Phoenix, 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 Phoenix is Phoenix looking scary. They're like we we were shut out last year. I think they're number two right now, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm scared of them. <laughs> yeah, scared Phoenix, of them, Phoenix, Utah, the Clippers. Even though I know that's like hey, the Clippers. Everybody's looking for blood here. I love LeBron, but I don't think he can carry a team less than without like a healthy version of 80. That's your, I'm really, listen, man, I'm going to say less than 50% right now, but honestly, I don't know who's winning the championship this year. It's too, that and the MVP is too close to call because of so many factors that have happened. This is the most bizarre season, I think, in history. Of the league. It might be because it's like shorter too, but they try and get in all the games they can. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So to, sh- to the question, I say less than 50%, but like I said, man, it's a bizarre year. Honestly, basketball hasn't been mine. I watch it when I can, but because of the way it's played these days, I'm good on it sometimes. Cause it's like, yo, I'm seeing the same, I'm, y'all running up and down. Y'all spacing the floor. I don't see the art of half court basketball anymore. Um, I miss the I miss the Kobe Bryant like T Mac half court game skill. I'm not seeing that no more. I only see that from like Devin Booker and a couple others. And but do you, they, don't, they don't really be playing like that tight tight defense no more neither. No, like in your face type stuff. They everybody's backed off. It's run around, lay up, lay up, dunk, space the floor, three point shot. Yeah. And it's like, when you play like that, expect a lot of injuries. Play a, play a more half... I, I miss the half-court game so much, yeah. man. Because that's when you had to, like, really... But, yeah, that's it. I'm an old head. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. And I, I, I'm somewhat the same mind with you there. But I would say healthy Lakers team, if we're, a, if we're somewhat healthy, I give us a... 55% chance of, of, of making it all the way through. I don't know if we'll win it, but I feel like we, we if we can make it if if we're healthy. If we're healthy. But if we're if we're like how we are now, I say I say 25 to 30% chance. Yeah, right. And, right. and that I think that's honestly being generous. Yeah, if you're healthy and you avoid the play-in, or 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 yeah, I, yeah, I, I should have said that too. Like best case scenario, we avoid the play in and we're healthy. I say about fifty five percent. Yeah, so you know, but if we're not and we're not healthy and we somehow make it through the play in, still twenty five thirty maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, and then we got one more here. Oh. Must be a theme on the day. Uh, favorite J. Cole song dash album. You can go first with this if you want. Uh, for me, favorite album. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because of the mood I've been in, or just because I just been listening to it a good bit lately. But I'm gonna say KOD. Uh uh-uh. I just I just been li- I just been listening to KOD a lot lately, and then for my favorite song. Not really, it's not really a release song per se, but it's my favorite. It's the Black Friday, <laughs> that Black Friday uh freestyle. Oh, and it was killing the Kendrick beat. Yeah, 
you know, I that is forever probably the most hurtful, well, not hurtful, but just like the the biggest like what if. <laughs> the biggest what if to me for music wise because I was just like they're gonna do this they're gonna do this and then I'm like here what five years later now still waiting he rapped over the all right beat right yeah okay okay yeah that, that was dope um I'll give mine but let me start off by saying this Born Center is not a classic <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get some piss them off but yeah I, um what's <laughs> nah my favorite J. Cole album um damn it's uh, I lean towards Forest Hill Drive. Forest Hill Drive, I think that's his most complete body of work. But his best project overall has to be Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he was. I think this next album is trying to go to that type of vibe. But um, favorite song, False Prophets. False Prophets, okay. False Prophets is like. When I heard that song, that legit, that's like a legit record where you're like, you really broke down the situations of Kanye and Wale so well. Yeah. And, and broke down his thing, but he was real about his thing, which I respect. He wasn't perfect. He, he said he has his own battles with his career. So I respected that, you know, even though. I do feel like if we being real here, Kanye does have a better discography than J. Cole. Yeah. That's just what it is. Better no, produce- I mean, sure, sure volume of it too, though. Yeah, yeah. This- he just he just has more and more work than him. If you put if you put like every great song that Kanye has and then every great song that J. Cole has, it's, it's just it's just too much sheer volume. Kanye's been making music since what uh before. Yeah. We were in elementary school. Yeah. I remember when he, I remember when Kanye first came out with Through the Wire, and I heard that I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "It was it was different because back then it was all everybody wanted to be tough." Mm-hmm. But like he came out and he was talking about Jesus, and I was like, "What?" People make people can make a dope record about Jesus Christ, and, and it was on the radio, and it was on the radio, and it was cool, and he could wear a polo. Like he made everything. Mm-hmm. He made it. He made it cool for a guy like J. Cole and Drake to come out before they came out. But um, yeah, I think um, as far as my J. Cole, like Forest Hill Drive, as far as the album, mix is best. It's best project probably Friday Night Lights, and then best song for Brother, uh not Forbidden Fruit, um, False Prophets. I'll go those. So Forbidden Fruit also fire though. Forbidden Fruit, yeah, that's the record with Kendrick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like his albums, they bump. Like he does. I'll say this about J. Cole. Like I've said this before. His all his albums, um, they bump to a certain. They're all good, but I really feel um, there was a point in his career where he was focusing on making, and it was like a process. You know, when he did um, what's that first album? Uh, uh, Born Center. No, no, not before Born Center. Um, I forgot the name of it. Oh, Sideline Story. Yeah, when he did Sideline Story, you saw the commercial records with Drake and Trey Songs. Then you saw Born Center. He was a little bit more comfortable doing like substance, but he still had those radio records. And then you saw Forest Hill Drive. It was more condensed. And then he did it for your eyes only, and it was like honestly, I don't know. 
put you to sleep because it's like really deep and you have to really listen. Yeah, no, nothing to no, catch. I, I listen though. It took. It took. I'm not even gonna lie. It took me a minute to get into it, but it, I, I, it, I, I it, definitely had to listen to it, it. It does not catch your attention. No, like. But again, it, 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 it's but it's it's good. like it's not it's not it's not made necessarily to be an attention grabber. No, he made that clear. Yeah, and when you listen to it and you listen to what he's saying, yeah. like, okay, this is a good album, but it's nothing that I'm gonna play that I'm like I really enjoy. Yeah. It's good though, but I don't really enjoy it. But like, it's, it's something if you want to feel like uh, deep. Yeah, yeah. But just think about some stuff. And then, like when he did KOD, I think he saw what Kendrick did with Damn. Yeah. I was like, I'm a, I'm a rap on these new school beats and do what they do, but better. Yeah. And talk about something. That's why I respect it. That's why you said that album. I was like, yeah, I can see why. That album was really, you know. But I think with the warm up, he's going back with some aggressive. Rap. Probably. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, though. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hear. I'm no, I know one of these. I'm a hear one of these J Cole fans get at me about something. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We already said, you know, both of us said we we prefer uh, Kendrick over uh, J Cole anyway. So you know, like it is what it is. I don't. Hey, yo, to the hey, to the J Cole fans, we we love y'all. We're not picking on y'all, but man, y'all can be much, man. Shout out to Supreme, the Supreme, uh, do, uh, the RDC cats. Cause Jay, Cole, <laughs> Jermaine. Jermaine, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, bro. Well, uh, I think that's about it. That's our last question. You uh, got anything else you want to talk about or you want to wrap well, up? Well, nothing really. I'll just say this. Take all issues seriously, you know. Like I said, the gave the bozo of the week. Take that issue seriously. You know, I've kind of learned over the, uh, you know, I've learned a lot about this conversation is an interesting conversation. So I would just say people out there, be respectful of anybody. That's all I got to say. Respect. All right. Well, uh, where, where can we find you at, Peter? At Kofi P I T A on IG. I changed it to Pita. Um, I'm gonna do it for Twitter so one of these days, but uh, my Twitter is at Kofi Peter underscore. So my name spelled out with the underscore. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can find me at Big Chris underscore five seven on Twitter. And you can find me at Chris Kelly 57 on IG, I think. I'm gonna remember it one of these days. I'm gonna put it on my computer. I know I've been saying that for a year, but I'm gonna do it eventually. Yeah. All right, so uh, oh, go ahead. Not, yeah, we'll be on YouTube 315. Yes, sir. Yeah. All podcast um services. You know. we'll be we're available on all uh podcast uh platforms. And as always, guys, we like you, we love you, but we gotta uh, Say I'm messing up. If if, if if you're gonna hear it on the drop, but I yeah, just you're gonna hear the drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rest in peace, X. Stay black. Stay woke. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Out of the Break Podcast. We're available on all podcasting platforms, and we ask that you like, comment, share, and subscribe, as well as hit that notification bell. That way, you'll be notified whenever we release a new video. And as always, we like you. We love you, but we got to go. Bye.